Hey everyone, welcome back to Blank with Friends. I'm Mike. And I'm Jordan. And this week on the podcast, we had Sabrina Baca. Sabrina is an awesome young lady. She is playing D1 soccer in Idaho. She's a sophomore out there. Her story is really cool. She shared a little bit about the experience of moving away from her family, and they were extremely close. And so she had to reestablish herself with a new group of friends and going through some hard times there and understanding how to acclimate to her new environment. Check out the episode, guys. We hope you enjoy. Love you. Bye. Study college changed me. Yeah, did it? Sadly. Just kidding. It's a good thing, I think. When did you go into college? Like, I'm a sophomore right now. Okay, so it was like immediately after high school? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I waited a year. Oh, you did? I went to college, yeah. That's nice, a little gap. Did you have scholarship or what? Mm hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That was through what? Tennis? (laughs) <laughs> I'm actually golf and racquetball is I'm a dual sport athlete. Racquetball. Yeah. Basket so. weaving actually. I'm a, I'm, I'm a dual sport athlete. <laughs> What's the difference between Okay, actually I should say this. Is cereal soup? Why or why not? I, That's a great leading question. Yeah. I just no. I feel like soup has to be hot. That's what I was going to say. Okay. I'm soup trying to think. To and most of like you don't you eat the whole soup but you don't always drink the milk. So oh, I like, always drink that milk. I don't always drink. The I milk. don't always drink the milk. Really? So like that when would I'm be out like, of cereal, I would either put more cereal in. Yes. To the milk that's still there. Yes. Or I'll dump the milk. Me Best part. Too. No. Best part. I'm just not that big of a milk. But like that's like having chunky soup and just eating the chunks and then throwing away the broth. I would broth drink the broth dank. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would too. But, but like, if cereal was soup. <laughs> These are the uh, real matters of the world. Interesting. And they really are. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think if there's any soup that's cold. No. no. Off the top of my head, I feel like there is. No. A cold soup? Cold soup. Gabby, is there cold soup? I don't feel like there's cold, cold soup. Unless you put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't think no, so. but I don't think any soup is consumed cold intentionally. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. It's like, probably like you a put, state of being Would you put something. cereal in a bread bowl? I'd put every type of soup in a bread bowl. A bread bowl? Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's a soup now that I would not put in a bread bowl. Exactly. What's and a bread then, bowl? Like a sourdough? Like a it's Oh, like you said a red bowl. Bread. <laughs> <I'm scared>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love my soup in Red Bull. <laughs> it's my favorite. You guys don't bread bowl. put your soup in Red Bull? <laughs> Weird. Okay. A bread bowl. Wow. I just think, I just, I feel like there's a lot of those things that like, I just blow past. I'm like, oh, you mean just like a pan? I was like, no, it's a saucepan. I'm like, okay, it's a pan. <laughs> it's a pan. There's a difference, and it's important. <laughs> the specifics. The, spe- it's like, the details. I will cook some eggs in that regardless. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I don't know what a saucepan is. To I don't be know. I'm not a cook. <laughs> well, this is Sabrina Baca. Sabrina, what's Hello. up? Hello. You tell us a little bit about yourself, and just so the guests know who they're listening to here. Oh God. Um. <laughs> I am 19. I play college soccer at the University of Idaho. Mm-hmm. D1. There we go. Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> Not to brag. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Stunt on them. Um, I, I hate this question more than It's anything. an interesting question. It makes you think, but what do you say about yourself? Do you brag? Do you just like, I don't, like talk I don't. shit on yourself? I'm not that good, but you know what I mean? What do you, what do you answer? I don't know. Maybe like, you know, you got to talk shit so that people think. I mean... <laughs> Mm. maybe like make yourself not sound as good yeah. so then other people are like 
no, she's so much more than that. You know, yeah. like you like almost like searching for <laughs> affirmation. <laughs> like, guys, aren't I bad at this? And yeah. everyone's like, no, you're clearly like the best one in the room at yeah. that. And like, well, tell me I'm good at it. <laughs> Please. Tell me I'm pretty. I need to know. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting question. What I mean, yeah. I, I like sharing and being transparent but even that question stumps me i'm like i don't even know what to tell you what do you want to hear i know it's yeah. hard because there's just so much yeah you don't know like what do you want to know everything yeah. oh boy there's <laughs> oh a lot of layers <laughs> peel them back baby <laughs> like an I'm onion, gonna cry. <laughs> like an onion. <laughs> that's what i was thinking i'm overdue I'm for <laughs> imagine you ask someone like tell us a little bit about yourself they just start crying on you like, no dude uh... that's the thing though yeah Can, dude i don't know what you would do if i knew them like up front, I think I'd be okay with that. But like if I didn't Stranger. know you and you started Maybe crying, if I had like Stranger. a hard week. I'd be like, they're going through a lot. Yeah. yeah. That takes a lot of vulnerability though to be able to cry uh, on the spot. I appreciate that. Yeah. I would cry on the spot if I really like felt it. I'd really? Like, Screw it, dude. I've had a hard time. <laughs> yeah. If I was going through something, yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. I would. I think I'd try to avoid it at really? all costs. Yeah. You'd just be strong. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you the strong one in the fam or what, what do you fall in the family of? The Baca family. <laughs> By the way, I love your family. Oh, thank you. Me yeah. too. <laughs> I got a good one. Um, I think I I don't show emotion like the twins do, mm-hmm. but I think college has definitely made me a lot softer. Mm-hmm. So like I notice I catch myself like crying at movies and stuff where like I would never ever do that before. So I don't know what that switch was because mm-hmm. like at all of high school I was I wouldn't cry at anything really yeah why i don't know i think i just wanted to be like strong i guess okay not that you should cry at everything yeah yeah, yeah. but i'm just like why do you like feel- even the like hard-hitting stuff like i would laugh at my family crying at it which is kind of like not to be like a psychopath like i'm laughing when they're crying but like i just didn't do it mm. i just don't think i would let myself but like i don't really think i had a reason to i feel like a lot of that's habitually so? built up though so like over time, how you decide yeah. you want to respond to things, I think it gets easier to not cry as you habitually oh yeah like um, portray like strength yeah versus yeah. that's being perceived. I don't want to say that crying is weakness, but perception yeah. wise, you might be thinking that, so you fight that yeah, and then habitually you're just really good at like going that yeah. way versus yeah. the other. I think a lot of it might come from like sports too, because like I would just like get hurt and I'd be like, Power I am it. not crying or like yeah. Because yeah. I thought it was, like, me being a baby or something. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. <laughs> wow, I totally understand that. You yeah. want to work through it and you just, like, push forward and just, no, like, yeah. keep progressing. Don't stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, a fine line, though, I feel like. Because some people who cry all the time, like, in sports and stuff, like, they are a baby. Yeah. No, yeah. So it's, like, people who are on the one side and it's, like, yeah. in sports, I feel like it does show more of, like, a weakness, if you yeah. would, because it's more physically based. Yeah. Whereas Not I don't like necessarily. Emotionally, emotionally yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah, I just don't see crying as weakness, honestly. I don't as much anymore. Like, I understand it more. But I think, like, in high school and stuff, I was just like, that's stupid. Like, why are you crying? Mm. Type thing. Mm. Where, like, now I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I get it. Yeah. What do you, <laughs> what do you think the switch was then? I have no idea. I think, like, I cried a lot for the first time, I think, like, when my family left when I went to college. When you moved away? Yeah. Mm. And I think. I just had a rough freshman year <laughs> mm. and in the beginning, I think. So I think it was just like a ton of emotions at once. And it was to the point where like I couldn't hold back tears anymore yeah. type of thing. Yeah. So then I think it forced me to be like vulnerable in a sense. 
and maybe it was like me being on my own for the first time mm-hmm. i don't know if that like i just wasn't in like a comfortable spot yeah maybe but that's when uh, the tears started shutting yeah. for sure <laughs> <laughs> how old were you when you moved away um, I was 17. Wow. So yeah, cause I had to go out there early July for training. Yeah. And then I turned 18 like late August. Mm. So I was 17 for a little bit, but then 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How'd you feel about moving away? Were you excited? Yeah. Like I always wanted to like mm-hmm. when getting recruited and stuff, like I wouldn't reach out to any California or even like Arizona schools. Like I talked to a couple Arizona schools and stuff, but like I wanted to go, originally I wanted to go to the East Coast. Like I just wanted to be really far and like independent and get the whole experience. Because mm-hmm. I feel like staying at home, I would have like come home on weekends and stuff. And like that sounds nice, but like I wanted to like be an individual type of thing. Okay. But then I visited the East Coast with like soccer and stuff and I did not like it. So then when like Idaho came around, I was like, okay, it's really far, but like, I fell in love with it type of thing. Mm -hmm. So like I was always super excited and then I was so over high school. I was like, I need to go Mm -hmm. type thing. And then once my family was leaving and I was like, oh shoot, like this is actually happening type thing. I think the week before leaving, I like was kind of internally freaking out. I was like, I'm actually going to be like by myself every single day for like five months. Didn't you have roommates though? Yeah. So... But, like, without your family? Yeah, 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 because I didn't know anyone. Like, I didn't even know anyone that attends the school that isn't an athlete. And, like, that's what I wanted. But going into it, I was like, I could be a completely different person, like, if I wanted to. Like, no one would know. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's kind of weird because, like, no one knows my past or, like, how I was. So I was like, I could just go. And then, like, I made it my goal to be, like, more outgoing because mm-hmm. I feel like in high school I was. But I feel like I got told a lot. I was, like intimidating and like that's why people didn't come up to me a lot and they're like oh i thought you were a bitch before i met you Mm -hmm. and i was like i don't know why so i was like maybe if i make myself like if i reach out and they just start conversations more Mm -hmm. i was like maybe like it'll just be a nicer response from the people. <laughs> they're like, no, you were a really vocal bitch now. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, you're just a loud one. <laughs> <laughs> it just changes the perception out yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, okay. like, This isn't what we wanted. <laughs> Can we go back to that other yeah. version? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you're telling me that you don't like me. <laughs> oh, wow. Interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. so... so okay, I'm, I'm curious. So mm-hmm. you're on your own over there. And mm-hmm. this was uh, what year? It would have been still 2018, yeah. Okay, so yeah. how did you uh, make or take steps towards being more social? You said you started reaching out to people? Yeah, I think in high school a lot, like, I was like, I hang out with you six hours a day, like five days a week, and I was like, mm-hmm. that's enough. Like, I don't need to hang out with you on the weekends and stuff. But I feel like being out there by myself, I was like, okay, like, I'm not just going to sit in my room alone. Mm-hmm. So, like, it forced me to be like, with people constantly i feel like and then also it's just so many new faces so like you meet the football team and that's a hundred new people that you've never met before and stuff and i was like okay like i'm not just gonna have a straight face in the corner of the room like i'm gonna try and like know people and like at parties like i try and talk to people and like i was like the one definitely out of my friend group the freshman year like they were like oh sabrina who's that who's that and like i don't know how i got to know everyone but I think like I was in like the training room a lot because I got injured. So mm-hmm. I met a lot of people in there and I kind of just let it happen where I think normally I would just be like, well, if he's not going to talk to me, I'm not going to talk to him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But now I was kind of just like more open to it. I mm-hmm. feel like. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Wow, you told me how to like choose that. Then it sounds like. Yeah. Did, did you ever come to like some sort of epiphany, and thought to yourself like, I need friends? Because <laughs> you're out there by yourself. I'm serious. You're out there by yourself. You don't know anyone. You're like, dude, well, I'm not going to sit here by myself. No, for sure. And I knew like, I I knew my team would instantly be like my friends because like we're forced to spend time with each other. And then I think getting hurt, it was my second week out there Mm -hmm. by myself. I got hurt. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, it was just hard because I was like, I don't have like my family, which would be the first people that I would run to. So I was like, okay, like. I, these relationships are like super important and like they were already really strong like I clicked with my freshman class like instantly mm-hmm. which was super nice but I was like okay like these like this is my family now like mm-hmm. whether I like it or not type of thing so wow. I was like I really just have to put myself out there yeah, yeah. I feel that that's cool yeah right on yeah. there's something that Jordan said one time that really stuck with me to this day because I grew up very very close-knit to my family where mm-hmm. I never let anyone in from the outside yeah it was just blood or nothing yeah uh it really was you know and and uh I think Jordan was like my first actually it sounds crazy because I'm like <laughs> 26 but Jordan's been my first real good friend yeah like legit outside of my blood yeah. and Jordan told me one time he said uh you choose fa- friends are family you choose right Jordan I think mm-hmm. that's what it was yeah. right yeah no, for sure. I love that. Yeah. Because yeah. I had a lot of just like not, I had good friends in high school, but I never had like that like ride or die type of person. Yeah. Like I did, I feel like in like elementary school and then middle school, like we grew apart. And then like ever since then I was like, yeah, like I could get along with lots of these groups, but I don't have like that one like person, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like that's also because I have like such good sisters and such a good like mom and dad where like I didn't really need that. Mm-hmm. And I was totally okay with like. Once I was outside of school, I was spending time with my family, and that, like, wasn't an issue yeah. for me. Where, like, as a lot of people feel like they just stay in their room the whole time or go hang out with friends. I was like, I literally only go into my bedroom to sleep. Yeah. And, like, I never hung out in there before. So, like, that also was weird to me that people, like, live in their rooms. Like, I, I was like, I live downstairs with everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, like, when you were away at school then, something I thought of is getting really close to that new group of people yeah. and then going through something that was so difficult and yeah. something that was really hard to deal with. Did you feel weird or uncomfortable like un- like leashing yeah. that on them, like having known them for only a few weeks? Because yeah. I feel like that would make me like, well, this could either land with these people or they might think <laughs> I'm a freaking like loon. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was, it was weird because I was like, I was literally telling them like, oh, like my results came back, like I tore my ACL and just bawling my eyes out. Cause like and they I had just met you. Yeah. Yeah. So like I just knew them for like a week and a half at this point. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like two weeks. And like, so like I'm just there crying and they're just like, I would just, I had to. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I really had a choice. I couldn't like say the sentence without crying. So I was like, either they're going to hug me or I'm going to go cry in my room by myself. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They just stare at you. Yeah. I'm like, right. Okay. Yeah. Like, we, don't, we don't know each other that well. Can you tone this in a little bit? I'm like, sorry guys. Yeah, what's up? I'll believe. Yeah. But I think it also helped one of the freshman girls. She came in injured. So okay. she, her knee, like she just like kept dislocating and stuff. So like she had a knee injury and she came in and she wasn't cleared yet. So I feel like that was like an instant connection with her. And like now she's my roommate. I live with her and stuff. And um, I feel like we could just bond on that Mm -hmm. because we were just like all our expectations were just so shifted because we're like, why is this happening to us? Like we were supposed to come in our freshman year and like be impact players and stuff. So like I feel like that was 
nice in a way that she was injured too because like we both medically redshirted so like we both like sat out at practices and sat next to each other and like we sat out every game like we didn't travel with the team like we stayed back so I think having that that person and then those people the other girls that were injured that time like we became best friends with all of them and I think that really helped because like people are going through the same thing Mm -hmm. so I wasn't like the only injured player I think that would have been really hard Mm. like just being like the only one that can't do something but there was like a senior girl that she was like a couple months ahead of me with her ACL so like it was like a total shift kind of and it was just like well now like this is my group like I still like felt like I belonged you know Mm -hmm. but it was just like at least I had people going through it with me yeah that would have been rough if you were doing that by yourself like no one else was injured you're just the only one staying back from certain things and yeah so it was really nice because like the team would travel and then we would just all go the girl had a house like with the other seniors and we would literally spend the night at her house like hang out all weekend and stuff and like we would have honestly like such a fun time yeah to where like i forgot that they were traveling type of thing Hmm. like we would sit down and watch our games on like that were televised and stuff but like it was really nice having that group that was like well like i have to remember like i came here with or without soccer so like i made that a big point like when i committed somewhere i was like i have to envision myself like would i go here if i didn't play soccer Mm mm-hmm so, like, I really had to be, like, well, like, you chose this place. Like, you like it. And I was, like, this is time for, like, you to be social and stuff because you don't have, like, those responsibilities of, like, traveling and playing on the weekends and stuff like that. Mm. You yeah. actually thought about that ahead of time? That, like, oh, yeah. I, what would happen if this is a school I chose and I didn't have soccer? Yeah. That's cool that you kind of set that expectation for yourself as oh, well. Yeah. Because then when that did happen, mm-hmm. because for me, like, a lot of things is, like, expectation is, like, the source of all disappointment. Yeah. And so at least I think you set yourself up to recognize that where you were going into. Yeah. Like you were going to be okay if your expectations, you know, that you had about soccer fell through, which they then did. Yeah. So Mm. like even when like their whole recruiting process, like the coach calls you and you talk to him and stuff and they kind of like drill you with questions and Mm -hmm. they just like want to like get to know like who you are as a person and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like I just remember him asking me like, what do you like about our school? He's like, if soccer wasn't a thing. And I was like, I like had to think, but I was like, literally everything. Like I wanted to be in a small town. Like I didn't like the big city or anything like that. And then it's just the perfect amount of people. It's not super small where like everyone knows everyone, but like it's also small enough, I feel like, to where like I feel like at home. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to make sure like it was a home away from home. Mm. Like I talked to like NYU and like, schools like that and I was just like I don't think the city could ever feel like home Mm -hmm. and I knew like I was moving there for like majority of the year I'm over there you know so like I wanted to make sure like I felt comfortable and safe and it was just like everyone there was just super friendly and like nice and welcoming which was kind of different from where we are now (laughs) yeah Mm. because everyone tends to be kind of standoffish and mean (laughs) where you at now just in california, california in general yeah. compared to other states are a little yeah, bit yeah. more yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's like you could literally cut someone off in the road over there and they'll like wave at you like have a good day and you're like <laughs> really you're like oh awesome yeah <laughs> that sounds like a generalization but that's that's probably true huh? no really like and then at the grocery store they'll be like oh hey like how are you and they like actually want you to reply not just be like good like you know what i mean just like a nod in passing yeah, yeah. no like people actually mm. i feel like care and it's a lot like it's a small town, so, mm-hmm. like, it's very, like, the family-oriented, but it's definitely, like, 
surrounded it revolves around this college like it's a college town mm. which i really like mm. yeah and mm. then also like the athletes are from everywhere which it's like people are like why do you go to idaho like that's just weird like that's a weird spot but i'm like everyone who i talk to isn't from idaho because it's like i think 80 percent of my soccer team is from southern california hmm. oh yeah so Some like good soccer up there or what yeah yeah so i kind of and like on my visits and stuff i was like hey like if because people were like the snow like the weather like it's so different and i was like there's so many girls from southern california like if they could do it like i could do it and i wanted to experience that anyways Mm. new environment and whatnot yeah do you feel like you going out there and then like i said having to unburden like what you went through and making Mm -hmm. that new group do you think that contributed to you being more like open and vulnerable emotionally oh absolutely i think if i didn't tear my knee like i probably would have been the same okay so i think tearing my knee like made me kind of i had to like take a step back Mm. to where like i'm so used to just like it was i was used to the same routine like every team i've ever been on like i started and i played the whole game and that's just like what it was every team i was on like i was the captain of Mm. like you know so like it was kind of different i had to be like i had to accept a new role i would say yeah and i feel like if that didn't happen i might have just like gone straight into soccer and who knows how i would have done but i think i would have been a lot less vulnerable for sure because i would have been like it's still like lame if you cry type thing Oh, right. Because yeah. I, I guess in a sense you said you're like the captain or whatever you started and all that. Yeah. You're kind of, quote unquote, on top in a sense. Yeah. And but then you, I had to start from the bottom. Yeah. You kind of had like yeah. got knocked down a couple pegs. Yeah, for Interesting. sure. Interesting. Yeah. Dang. Are you playing right now? I'm not sure of your current status. Yeah. So I got cleared at the beginning of this year. Like, so the beginning of like season. Mm. So like right when I went back for the summer is like when I was like cleared to do like contact and stuff for the first time. So, like, all summer, I didn't really, like, touch the ball or anything. I was just, like, focused on trying to run and stuff, which you did with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> that was fun, though. I was in damn good oh, in shape. Oh, the mornings, then. right? You guys yeah. were going in the morning? Yeah. Oof. I'd wake up at, like, wasn't it on the weekends, too? You guys did it on, like, Saturdays yeah. or something Sometimes, like that? Yeah. I'd wake up at, like, a cool 945, <laughs> and it was, like, three hours ago. When I see Jordan's story, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> damn, you guys are really out there training. Yeah. That was tough, yeah. for sure. But that's when I still had the knee brace on, which was awful. I'm sure you would just breathe through those workouts now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like, because I remember we did this, like, 120s. Do you remember when we had to, like, jog there and back with, like, under a minute? We, we did, did a lot of jogging yeah. and running there and backs in under certain times that I was just <laughs> I was just going. Yeah, we did those at Temesco one morning, and then oh, that was a good one. That was, yes. I liked running on that field, but yeah. there was practice other days. We tried yeah. to go there. So I remember doing that, and I just remember how hard it was for me mm. to even just get there and back with like under a minute, and then like I lifted and did like this running thing, and then at the end I was like, I'm just gonna time myself like to see like when I run there and back, and it was like 48 seconds, and I was like holy crap yeah <laughs> i mean that's a huge difference mm, yeah yeah for sure yeah that Interesting. sucked going to uh you said you went to like a small town so like a town where you could feel like it's home or the school mm-hmm. or whatever does that have anything to do with like your actual family and how you lived over here like do you relate to that in a sense like you guys seemed very very tight-knit oh yeah so. for sure okay were you able to build like that almost like family over there yeah in school yeah i think like we're super tight and super close and like we do everything and tell each other everything Mm -hmm. 
so it was definitely hard leaving but going to like a town like that and then just like instantly having those like like supporters kind of in my life because they were all like rooting for me just like my family was it definitely made it a lot like homey so even when i go back there my apartment feels like home yeah (laughs) cool what's it like to have two twin older sisters oof um <laughs> Gabby's in the room. Gabby's right just now. tuned in. Glares she's like, I'm listening. She puts her phone down. And she- Gabby's just tuned in. She's like, choose your words carefully. <laughs> no, yeah. I thought it was super, like, cool uh-huh. all my life. Like, I didn't think it was, like, weird or different because I was just used to it. I know, like, I would get a lot of questions to where, like, do you feel left out because mm-hmm. there's twins and then there's you type of thing. And then we also have, like, five, sometimes six years in between us. So it's kind of, like, a big age difference especially like when they're in high school and i'm still like barely in middle school type of thing but it was never like that and i think like my mom did a really good job of like i was always a part it was like a unit us three yeah and i was always in the middle like you could even ask the twins i no matter what i was in the middle of them Mm. like whether it was watching a movie like in the car anywhere i was wow in the middle yeah So she was purposeful in that yeah, I think that. so, which, like, I didn't even notice at the time. Mm. And then I just think the twins are just really good at, like, including. And they were never the type to, like, slam the door and tell me to get out or anything like that. So, like, it mm. was always, like, us together. And I also think that I, like, matured mm. faster. And I think that they weren't immature, but I think they're just very youthful, like, even still. So I feel like we could do a lot of the same things. And it was kind of like us meeting in the middle type mm. of thing. So, mm. like, it was never... Like, we never fought. Like, I think I can count, like, the number of times, like, we had serious fights, like, on one hand. Mm. So, like, it was just awkwardly peaceful growing up together. Because I think we, like, just got along with everything. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys shared that huge interest of soccer. Yeah. They played, you played. Yeah. That's when we would fight, probably. (laughs) That's when my brothers and I fought. Yeah. I was just super competitive. Like, I'm still super competitive, but I try and it down yeah contain it but like back then i would just like i would do anything like we would go 1v1 in soccer and i would throw elbows and just like do anything to get the ball because i was like they're not beating me type of thing i was like just because they're older doesn't mean anything so who's better (laughs) oh i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we were just all different like we were all have different strengths so like Chrissy is really good with footwork and like taking people on and like I would that I hate doing that and then Gabby's like really strong and Gabby's on the left side so it's completely different and then I don't know I feel like I'm just good (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm just better I don't know what I have like I don't know I have like a good kick and stuff and I think I'm really like I think I'm more physical in the air Mm -hmm. I would say like I'll put my head on literally any ball no matter how dangerous it is which, like, sometimes is stupid of me, but I just don't think about it. Mm. So I think, like, I'm good in that aspect. But also, like, they didn't take it as competitively as I did. Mm. So it's interesting to think about, like, if they would have done club soccer. Because they, like, decided to do it, like, their senior year, literally. So, like, I did it all of high school. So it's weird to see, like, where that would have taken them if they took it more seriously. But they wanted to do volleyball and track and, like, try mm. other things. Where, like, I didn't mm. yeah oh, cool. that's probably interesting though because that was probably set in 
as a tone because you were so much younger. So watching yeah. them try those different things, seeing obviously yeah. when you started doing club at a younger age, you said. Yeah. And then I think that like ferociousness definitely came out of. Oh, for sure. You being like, I'm not going to let them beat me. Yeah. As like a much younger age, like that started a lot younger, it yeah. sounds like. And then, you know, flourished into you being, like yeah. you said, more competitive and more like yeah. aggressive in that sport. <laughs> no, yeah. Because they're a lot more calm and they'll like let me win type of thing where like I wouldn't let you win if it killed me you know yeah, yeah. and like if my ball like went out of bounds i'd be like no it hit the line that's a redo like i just wouldn't wow wouldn't do it. i've played against you the type of people you are <laughs> yeah your people i've played, yeah. played against your type or like like now i don't believe in cheating but back then i used to like it's even in board, board games and stuff i would like look at their cards or like i'd give myself an extra hundred dollars oh in monopoly like you know what i mean <laughs> Like, I was determined, <laughs> to say the least. By any I means. Yeah. Win. And I just don't think they cared that much, but for some reason, I did. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, I'm going to bring it back. I just wanted to shout out your mom. I think that's really cool that she oh, was yeah. so sensitive to just including you, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. just like being aware of like, I'm going to include my little girl with my other girls, you yeah. know, keeping you guys as a unit. No, that's yeah. so, I feel like a lot of families nowadays mm-hmm. are not units. No, not at all. Um, so shout out to your mom. Yeah. Seriously. And I think she just wasn't close with her family growing up. So growing up, she knew like when I start my family, I want to make sure that like they are like good siblings to each other and good people mm. and like the first people you come to kind of mm. thing. And that's always been our thing. Like we'll always tell each other the truth and like, whether like it hurts the other person's feelings or not, like we'll sit them down and talk to them about yeah. it. <laughs> Sorry, you're making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> like me? No, him. Uh, hey. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. No, you're good. But um, no, yeah, I think she did a really good job. Where like I didn't even notice growing up until I was older, and girls were like, "Oh no, like my older sister is so mean to me. Like she do this and that and that." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh really?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, mine were cool. So. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And it, may, it probably makes you feel like you just have a really good support system then. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I always have at least four people to talk to about anything, which is super nice. Mm-hmm. And, like, going into college, I've noticed that a lot. Like, some people just aren't close with their family. And they're like, oh, like, yeah, like, I miss being home because of my friends. And I was like that's so weird to me because like I come home for Thanksgiving break and I don't know like if I'm gonna hang out with my friends even once type of thing because I'm like I haven't been home so long I want to be home and I want to be with my family so it's weird seeing how people have such like a different dynamic kind of you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah how is your relationship uh different from that like with your mom and with your dad um I feel like with my dad it's like, I grew up with him, like, being, like, my sports kind of guy. So, like, if I have issues with, like, soccer or, like, anything like that, I'll kind of go to him probably first than my mom. Just because, like, I grew up with him being my coach and, like, him taking me to soccer practices and stuff. Whereas, like, my mom, I feel like is more, like, relationship, emotional. Because she's, like, an open book completely. So where, like, my dad is more of the type where, like, I used to be where, like, just doesn't really show emotion mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's just, like, I'm equally as close with them, I would say, but it's just, like, different situations. I probably go to different ones. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Are you closer with one of them because of that? I don't think so. I think probably growing up, I was definitely, like, went to my dad a lot i was definitely like daddy's little girl type of thing 
where like I would go to him and do everything with him and like also it's the type of thing where like I know it's hard for him to tell me no so I'd be like oh can we go do this or this and it'd be like oh yeah whereas my mom it's like she doesn't have that with me type of thing where like I can't just persuade her to do anything type of thing (laughs) yeah so I feel like as I've gotten older though like being in college like I call my mom a lot to like ask her little things and like stuff like that so I feel like feel like she's really good with life advice and stuff but at the same time like so is my dad Hmm. so I feel like in different ways right yeah just in different ways yeah Yeah. so I feel like it's more like emotional maybe with my mom just because like she'll open up easier Mm -hmm. but both of them are good at it (laughs) yeah both get the job done so I feel that that's Mm -hmm. cool yeah that's cool. That's kind of how my mom is, honestly. And my dad, my, my relationship with my mom, and my dad are different like that. My mm-hmm. mom is super hypersensitive. Mm. And I think I took after her at a young age where I was just always crying <laughs> for everything. You're one of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hands down. I would, like they would say something to me as a kid, um, my brothers, mm-hmm. and I would cry straight up. It wouldn't have to be like anything. It'd be like Mike's ugly. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, legit. But then my dad also, different dynamics than what you're saying. I relate to yeah. you on that. Like my dad is like kind of sports and he took us to soccer games and whatnot. And, and I can go to him for like life advice and general advice. Yeah. But my mom is like, mom, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like um like a culture thing or anything like that. Maybe. It might be, but I definitely enjoy it. I love it. What's your dynamic, Jordan, with your parents? Um... I had a lot of respect and reverence. My dad was more the disciplinarian, mm-hmm. and my mom was more the one I went to like talk to and hang out with about like different stuff. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, I, that's kind of the same dynamic now that I have with my mom. It's like well, I just talk to my mom about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just always felt like I wasn't going to get in trouble with mm. my mom, but mm. my dad was the one who was like setting the rules, and I felt like was establishing the boundaries and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. with my dad, it was like I asked him about advice on like practical things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where it's like, oh, okay, like this happened. Um, my bank, I got a letter that says this. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, my insurance is messed up. I got a phone call. Oh, there, I got a letter from the IRS. My taxes, the money that I took out from my Practical. college account is met. Yeah. Like, how do I do it? Oh, yeah. my car, how do I do it? Yeah. yeah. And when it's like, my mom, it's like, my heart is broken. It's beyond repair. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so I guess it's kind of similar in that true. regard. Yeah. Where it's like the emotional support came more from, from mama than than dad for sure. But dad had a lot of help as well. So it's just different value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a interesting question about parents. That I'm going to ask you right now. <laughs> Thank you for prefacing it like that. Yeah. Okay. Let Let me throw a disclaimer. I'm I'm going to be thinking on my feet, which mm-hmm. I I'm not the best at. But um, with how your parents raised you, again, I don't. I'm not knocking my parents or anything like that. But my parents raised me in a certain way, and mm-hmm. I saw certain things, and I'm like, mm, I'm going to do things a little bit different. And I thought of this question because mm-hmm. you said that your mom wasn't close with her family growing up. Correct. So she probably thought. At some point in her life, I'm going to do things different. I'm Mm going to definitely be close with my family. Yeah. What's something related to that in your life that you're going to do maybe different? And again, I'm not knocking. No, I'm not knocking anyone. I just, I'm like, these are things you learn. You're like, okay, I'm going to try to do better in this area. That's tough. I feel like I've definitely thought that a lot of times growing up. But the older I get, the more I understand. Mm -hmm. Like why she was acting that way. Like I'd be like my god she's so annoying or like she's so dramatic with like something that I felt like was so little 
But now that I'm older, I'm like, I'm probably going to be the same exact way. <laughs> like, I even catch You're myself like, Oh my like, God, I'm her. No, literally. <laughs> no, I catch myself like me doing my that mom, yeah. so much. Yeah, I'm like in my apartment and like, I'm just doing little things and I'm like, I am my mother right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's kind of scary, but like, I feel like I totally like look back and I kind of like understand everything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like growing up sometimes like you just see that one situation, but really it's so much more. Mm. And then you're like, okay, like I understand why she acted that way or like why she did this, this, like that way. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know if I genuinely have anything that strong that I'd be like, I'm going to do this different. I feel that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. She's doing a good job. Awesome. I feel like we talked about that a little bit last time with my sister because the last podcast we did with my sister and just kind of her mentality of parenting is being like, you know, getting certain things from my mom and from my dad mm-hmm. and then realizing mm-hmm. how she wants to be different in that regard. But she said the same exact thing. Yeah. It's like yeah. autopilots into like what you see and what you've known is kind of what you become. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's definitely like makes sense to head down that same exact pathway. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I find it like kind of pleasant when I start like catching myself doing something my mom would do that I hated when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mom, don't do that. But then I do the exact same thing. No, literally. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, crap. Like, <laughs> I, I'm like, ch- like laughing. I'm just yeah. chuckling. I'm like, wow, I'm my mom's kid. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. It's like I started cooking a lot now that like I live on my own. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have to or else I'm eating out every day. So like I know where everything is and it's weird like. My other friends or, like, roommates will come in. They'll be like, where's this? And I'll literally be in my room, and I'm like, oh, like, third shelf to the left, like, behind the beans. <laughs> and I'm such like, a mom thing. Mom, <laughs> yeah. where's that? They're like, it's not here. I'm like, yes, it is. Did you look? And I'm like. If I have to get up and show it to you. No, literally. <laughs> and then I'm just there. I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening. I'm like, it's slowly happening. It's uh, funny. Yeah. What's, your, what's your favorite part about, like, being home and back with your family? That is something you get there that you don't get with like your college family that you've established? I feel like as much as like I'm with my family when I come back, honestly, like alone time. Cause I feel like mm. I just don't get that in college. Like I'll be in my apartment, but someone's always over or like someone's always doing this. And it's kind of just like, we have like an open door policy in our apartment for like our freshmen and our teammates and stuff. But like at home, I feel like it's kind of just home and mm-hmm. like not a lot of people come in and out. So I feel like parts of me miss that sometimes mm-hmm. where I'm just like, I could just be like posted up and I don't have to worry. Like if anyone's going to just like walk in my door, like, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So I feel like that's something I miss. And then also just the little things like your parents cooking for you or like picking up after you and just right. the like, little things I you did take your for laundry. Manage. You're like, thank God. I know. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> you're yeah, a blessing. Yeah. 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 There's definitely a lot that's like taken for granted when for you sure. live in the home. Yeah. yeah. Opening like, up the refrigerator or pantry and it just food. being stocked. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, food, yeah. The little oh things too. God. Like when yeah. you move out, you realize you're like, I don't have oil. <laughs> you're yeah. like, I have to go buy oil. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I had to go buy like cinnamon and yes. I was like, I'm going to spend $4 on cinnamon. Yeah. I was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Or like salt and pepper, like yes. all these things. Or I'm like, I don't want to like cook toilet that. Paper, I don't own or paprika. detergent. Yeah. Or like yes. Ziploc bags. The rest of the episode is us just yeah. listing yeah. these things. Toothpaste, yeah. toothbrush, toothpaste. deodorant. Oh yeah. Dude. Like it's just the little things that like you I always I bought my own have. deodorant. <laughs> you guys are alone on that. Can't relate. <laughs> yeah, I cannot relate. Yeah. No, it's definitely just the little things where you're like, I don't have that. And you have yeah. to start 
from scratch. I think it's so energy. valuable though. It's so valuable because yeah. yeah. you learn that appreciation and then you, I think in turn begin to help and contribute more to environments that you become a part of. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because you you don't take it for granted and go into a new one and just think like, oh, this is going to be taken care of for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like one thing I can think of is Jordan just checked me the other week on like the bathroom. He's like, dude, you need to help more in the bathroom, like clean it. Our bathroom's pretty, you know, clean, but yeah. I just wasn't helping as much. And he totally checked me. I was like, dang, I didn't have to do that at home. <laughs> you know, my, my mom cleaned it, yeah. you know, or occasionally I would clean it, but usually it was always clean because of my mom. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't like discount him or discredit it because yeah. the thing is, is like you learn that. Yeah, I learned you... not to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so habitual. He built built his patterns of his <laughs> Gab- living. Gabby's all looking oh, in the bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, it's yeah, we, we, we <laughs> kept it a lot cleaner because we're both putting in work. In yeah, there. yeah, and it's easier like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's the little things. Yeah, especially yeah, like when you're tired sure. or doing a lot. Yeah, and you're just like, I have to stop doing my homework and go cook dinner. Yeah, we're like usually just dinner is brought to you on a plate, and you're like, oh, thanks, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little like thirty minutes of your time that you have to dedicate doing other stuff, or like, yeah. oh, I have to do my own laundry for practice tomorrow because mm-hmm. I forgot, and it's yeah. like she's not gonna save me type of thing. Yeah, yeah the time management piece definitely increases as yeah. well. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, do you feel like you've gotten better at time management? Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <"Not even laughs> I feel like in life perspective, yes, like I've gotten better at like doing things like packing snacks and so like i would never do that like i would just let myself starve type of thing i know right yeah <laughs> mine's like currently i'm like dang i'm hungry stomach growls yeah. i had chipotle today at like probably 1 30 oh, <laughs> like, oh. like laughing it's 805 so yeah. but granted i can go pretty long without food anyways continue your story sabrina Sabrina. Uh, <laughs> i mean i'm still a procrastinator i think i've might always be i think procrastination is is not always a weakness explain that jordan oh yes sir (laughs) i think i think sometimes it's helpful because i work better under severe pressure like that and that pressure is what a last minute deadline sometimes yeah (laughs) Yeah, i mean honestly things don't get done unless it's supposed to get done and that's literally when my mind all of a sudden goes into this like survival mode like hyper focus like i can Mm -hmm. put things down in that time and i think the hardest part for me um, if it comes to like writing a paper or something like that Mm -hmm. is starting so what i've encouraged some of my students to do that are procrastinators is literally go home put a heading put a title write an intro paragraph i guarantee the rest of that thing will flow out way before the deadline yeah just because all of a sudden your mind's thinking about it and then by the time you sit down you've already kind of like focused where you're headed Mm -hmm. and i've had to use things like that but even when i didn't do that I, I wouldn't be as productive in those moments that I worked on it until yes that last chunk, which is why it's like, why am I even wasting time getting ahead when it's like, I know I'm going to just kick ass and <laughs> That's exactly yes. how I procrastinated things. That <laughs> is. That is like, my I mentality. I wait for, for motivation. Sure. Dude, my motivation is, is last minute panic. <laughs> but I've been affirmed. That's exactly I've been is. so affirmed though, because even... <laughs> That's, you're learning the wrong way though. <laughs> So I'm gonna do it for the last minute because now I have that's to get I it do done. Yeah, do the best. It makes sense, but that's that. I feel like that's wrong. You, <laughs> you should take care of things before. But also, I do that too, so I get it. <laughs> hey, it's getting done, bro. <laughs> no, and yeah. the, some of the best papers I've written were papers that I was like, literally wrote a 12-page term paper in college the night before. Stayed up until like 3 a.m. Finished yeah. it. Turned it in. I almost got 100% on yeah. it. She pulled me aside and was like, oh, you should pursue a, a major. What's your major? Like, you should pursue a major in something having to do with writing. Or yeah, English. I haven't decided yet. Like, I was <laughs> like, math. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did opposite. a 10-page sociology paper 
I think the night or two nights before. That's what That'd I did be... this summer. Heck I had yeah. a twelve page SOS paper. Yeah, I want a high five too. <laughs> hey, also SOS teachers. <laughs> Tell them, dude. Why the All hell the are your papers so long, right? That's my whole major. It's just your sociology. Well, it's like it's social with an emphasis in criminology. Okay. Which yeah. is cool. I, I love psychology and all that. No, yeah. And then it's... much broader to like groups yeah. of people, sociology. But I'm like, why do I have to write a 10-page paper on conflict why theory? Why can't it be four pages? Yeah, dude. I could talk about this yeah. in four pages. Could you though? Yes. That's a very naive viewpoint. Okay. Math teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, all I do is write papers. Yeah. You yeah. get good at it though. I hope so. I feel like I don't like... know what that value that brings though into the workforce. Exactly. Writing? Writing a well, writing a twelve page paper. Writing a twelve I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Mike's very <laughs> I just got another remember that? we're talking about I hit a wall. Mm-hmm. I have my second win now. <laughs> there we go. I'm glad. What time is it? Eight right now? It's yeah. about the right yeah. time. Yeah, right about the right time. Yeah. Well, this is when we went and got McDonald's last night, dude. You're like, I want something gross. Yeah. We were watching a movie last night called Rounders about like poker and betting and cards mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I was like, you know what sounds good? I think Jordan was eating popcorn. <laughs> and I was like, you know what sounds good? Just some nasty, grimy fast food. Oh, I'm thinking like I a hot it. dog wrapped in bacon <laughs> with like a slice of cheese on it. <laughs> no, it literally, gross. I will always want chicken nuggets and fries. Yeah, we, we went getting chicken, chicken nuggets, nuggets and fries. Yeah. <laughs> we went to McDonald's. Like literally every day i could eat it and i have to be like no it's not okay yeah, no it's not yeah, not not at 26 dude I'm, I'm over here like maybe once a month <laughs> once a month oh god month. yeah that yeah. double chin be showing sometimes yeah she's there, yeah, she's there. it's fine that's my biggest companion close to my heart and close to my head exactly. close to my neck <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, Sabrina, thank you for coming over. Thanks for eating all our cheese. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> I haven't eaten in a long time too. Okay. Is that uh, pie done, Gabby? That pie. Yeah, it's probably done. We're gonna. It go looks good. Chow down some pie, yeah. Gabster. I don't think we're some... chowing down. That's for. Is that for later? No. Let me go. Get... Yeah, you can go oh, I don't food. care. We can do. I it think tomorrow. we're just gonna chow down in general. You know. Oh. Yeah, we should go get some food. We should get something. Anyway, Sabrina, yeah. thank you for coming over. Thank you for being thank vulnerable you. and sharing your story and just talking to us. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. We love you lots. Love you too. This has been Blake with Friends, guys. I'm Mike. I'm Jordan. And I'm Sabrina. Peace and blessings.